Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So, the public inquiry into foreign interference into Canadian elections, again, headed by Commissioner Marie-José Hogue, wrapped up a week of hearings yesterday. And the federal public safety minister, Dominic LeBlanc, insisted the government will keep a tight lid on what documentation and information will be publicly released. Groups and individuals affected are calling on the government for significant public disclosure. I think we all should. We're all involved. We all have a stake in this. We don't want to see a bunch of paper that's 90% redacted. China, of course, primarily, and India as well, have been identified as being active in interfering in Canada's 2019 and 2021 federal elections. Conservative Party Member of Parliament Michael Chong of Ontario and CPC MP Kenny Chu of British Columbia, they were both targeted by China in 2021, as were former Member of Parliament and CPC leader Aaron O'Toole and NDP Member of Parliament Jenny Kwan. So we've talked about this issue heading up to this public inquiry. I think sometimes we wondered whether we'd ever see it see the light of day. And we've talked with Kenny Chu on a number of occasions, the former Conservative Party member of parliament from British Columbia, targeted by Beijing in the 2021 federal election. Kenny, did you ever think that we would get to the point where we would actually get to the end of week one of speaking in this public inquiry, did you think we would see today? Um, yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, the, the only thing, it's, it's all being played uh, like a train rack in a very, very slow motion. And, uh, you know, I'm a bit of a, a movie buff, and, and uh, to me it's so boring because I, I already know the ending of this movie. And uh, so it's very uninteresting, but uh, nonetheless, yes, I can imagine that. Well, you can't do this to us. <laughs> you have to share the ending. Well, I mean, there, there is no, I, I can tell you that uh, they will find there is no uh, evidence. They couldn't find the fingerprint on the smoking gun uh, that points to um, the uh, communist Chinese uh, interfering on Canadian uh, affairs. And we will basically throw away all the CSIS reports that's been tabled to Canadian government uh, in secrecy or publicly. Um, Roy, I mean, I, I'm sure you, you're aware of uh, a latest access to information uh, discovered um, briefings that has been tabled to the, the government uh, by CSIS uh, last year. Uh, in the 10% that has not been redacted, it says that PRC, the People's Republic of China, sophisticated, pervasive, and persistent effort to promote its interests through political interference undermines Canadian sovereignty, are anti-democratic, and have divisive effects on Canadian civil society, particularly within Chinese-Canadian communities. And this is what the Canadian National Security Intelligence Service, uh, you know, a very focused mandate organization in Canada, has warned the government, <clears throat> and yet 
what they realize that they need to do is to do um, to try a second time, to do more study, to listen to the uh, you know the perpetrator, the accused, the alleged perpetrators, and uh, you know so yeah, it's it's hard for me to uh, not predict the ending. It's such in such a groomy kind of scene. Yeah, you're a former conservative member of parliament, so some people might say that I'm stacking the deck when I raise this point. But you were, you were influenced. They, I mean, they, Beijing did influence your opportunity to be reelected, and they actually threatened Mr. Chong and his family in Hong Kong. I don't know if they threatened you or not, but the CSIS did come to see you. That is correct, Roy. Um, uh, they came to see me when I was an MP, and I also reported to them what I've been reported to by my volunteers, um, the spread of disinformation during the election. So I met them during the election. And finally, last September, uh, they arranged a meeting with me to confirm what I've known for a long time. That's been reported in Canadian media um, with the CSIS whistleblower. And that is, there has been a organized disinformation campaign in place in 2021 against me uh, specifically. However, there, there's also another layer. I mean, if it is just Kenny Chu, uh, it would have been enough to take him down in specifically the British Columbia riding of CSIS and Richmond East. However, we see national campaign uh, in Chinese Canadian corrugated communities using Kenny Chu and Aaron O'Toole to undermine the conservative supports in those communities. And so that tells me that some, somebody uh, has been organizing this and systemically um, trying to interfere with our political democratic process. They're not going to quit now, are they? Yeah, I mean, we have a public inquiry. That's fine. Beijing won't care. They won't. They won't quit. When when our next election is called, never mind that. Leading into the next election, Beijing will continue to interfere in the process in this country. Am I am I correct? Would you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, what I would agree to is um, Australia had had gone down similar path before and the political uh, interference um, at least has not been worsened and to a certain degree can argue that it has stopped the, the PRC, the communist Chinese political interference. The difference is the political landscape in Australia, it's not the same as Canada. When, we, when they talk about the communist Chinese interference in the political system in Australia, it was a bipartisan, uh, nonpartisan issue that the, um, the Australian liberal and the, and the, and the labor were on, on side to protect their own country's democracy. And they show a face of power to the perpetrators that you know, Australia, it's not a weak country. Now, that didn't stop them completely. They are still looking into other ways, um, you know, rather more cynical ways, like uh, through social media, TikTok, and all that. 
but at least it's not as brazen as we are observing in Canada. So when when Canada is showing its weak side, um, understandably, uh, authoritarian regimes such as the Communist Chinese, uh, they are not going to stop. They realize that this is this is the weakest link in uh, Five Eyes in the Western democracies. It's perfect for them to escalate in more sophisticated and nefarious attempts in interfering us. And, and that's what I predict, and that's what I think would happen if we don't take some um, solid action, uh, legislative and, and communicative, and showing these countries that we're, we're not the weakest link. And, you know, Roy, this is not just communist China. We're, we're talking about all these authoritarian regimes, and CISAs have been warning us that, uh, you know, Russia, Iran, and, and even India are, are watching. And, you know, if, if they realize that Canada is not interested in protecting itself, you know, they're just going to escalate their operations in Canada. And now we've had week one of the public inquiry, and Mr. Um, what's his name? The, uh, what's the name? Kenny, what's the name of the public safety minister? LeBlanc. Yeah, Dominic, yeah, Dominic LeBlanc. LeBlanc. He, he says, don't expect as much as you might be expecting. And uh, I, I just have this recurring, annoying little thought in my head that says, and you ask me to tell me, please, quickly, if you think this is possible, that there are, in fact, people who have, of significance in the governing of this country, whether elected or in the public service, who are beholden to China, beholden to Beijing. Would it surprise you if eventually we find out that's the case? Um, Roy, I mean, we're, we're in the speculation territory now. I know. Um, but, but it's but it's legitimate given what we've gone through, what you've gone through. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, and the clandestine and the covert nature um, of the interference uh, can help us to, uh, you know, to speculate a little bit. And so, yes, I, I do think, I mean, I, I, find it, I find it very difficult if I were to be the liberals' devil's advocate. Uh, like, why can't they not like the laborers in uh, Australia or, or the, the, um, the laborers in the um, United Kingdom? To, to take the matter, uh, or the Democrats in the United States, to take the matter as a nonpartisan issue. I, I couldn't find a reason other than, for example, uh, early in um, Prime Minister Trudeau's, um, uh, her, his term as a, as a prime minister, he fundraised in, um, uh, you know, dump, the dumpling gathering, the, the uh, donation for access kind of thing. Uh, many of them are influential uh, in fact, the so-called community leaders that were donating to him. And, you know, unfortunately, I can't avoid to be a little bit cynical on this end. And there well, who can blame some you? Gain. Um, and, the, and the fact that uh, the former prime minister and uh, some of the former ministers strongly advocated the release of Ms. Meng Wanzhou right. way ahead of China releasing the two microphones. Yeah. Um, it just sort of gives me an impression that they are just considering nothing but uh, China's benefit. Kenny, in the, the few seconds, all... in the few seconds we have left, Kenny, give me a yes, no, or maybe. 
Would you consider running again in the Steveston Richmond East riding in BC? Yes, no, maybe. Yes, I'm seriously considering Good. running again. I gotta go. I have to run. The time got us. The clock okay. got us. But thank you so much for the time, and we will ask you again. Take care. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 